Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me and thank you for doing that. And for today's Daily Word, we're going to go into John chapter 5 and look specifically at verses 24 and 25. And there Jesus says, I tell you the truth, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, for they've already passed from death into life. And I assure you that the time is coming, indeed it is here now, when the dead will hear my voice, the voice of the Son of God. And those who listen will live. And what I'd like to point out here, first of all, that I think is, is so tremendous, and I, I think it would be a shame if, if we miss this, and that is that the judge has declared us innocent by His grace. Reading through here, and we're reading about the fact that the Father has entrusted all judgment to the Son. Jesus Christ is our judge, our soon-coming King. He is our Messiah. He is our Savior. Consider this, that our judge, the one who will execute fair judgment based on what we have done, based on our sin, based on a fair standard of judgment, that judge is also our Savior, the one who has paid our debt, who has gone to the cross, has given His life for us so that we would be forgiven. He has clothed us in His righteousness. That is our judge. And so we look with confidence toward the judgment, knowing that we have already we have already been saved. We have already been pronounced innocent. Thanks be to God. And so the first thing here is that, that the judge has already done everything necessary for us to be declared innocent. And, and I, I want to make sure that we don't miss this and to understand the gravity, the weight, the significance of sin. Because I think we live in a world now that, that says, you know what, if if nobody is, is harmed, let's put that in quotes, if nobody is harmed, then no big deal. It's not really, it's not really anything bad. And, and what we need to understand is that God does have a standard of justice. He has a standard of righteousness and sin to violate it, to be disobedient, to rebel against our Creator. It does actually harm. It harms us all. We, by our sin, are contributing to the brokenness of the world. So to say that, that, you know, something we do that might be considered bad by some circles, by religious circles, they specifically mean it's not really bad because it doesn't harm anybody, but it does. It does. And if we want to understand just how significant sin is, what a big problem it is, what we really need to do is to look to the cross to see what Jesus took on Himself for us. That is the penalty for sin. It is utter desolation. It is separation from God. And, and He took that on for us. Thanks be to God. So, first thing, to understand that the judge is also our Savior and that as we put our faith in Him, we are completely safe. We can face the judgment with confidence. Second thing here is he, he mentions those who hear his voice. And that is to say that, that yield, those who yield to the movement of the Holy Spirit, there are so many ways 
that God is moving in our lives. So many times we're even unaware of it, particularly before we become believers. God is moving in our lives to both convict us of sin and to convince us of His love to convict us of sin and to convince us of the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the truth of God's love for us, the truth of the offer of grace and forgiveness and restoration in the cross of Jesus Christ. He says, those who will listen to His voice, and that is to say, who would open their hearts to hear from the Holy Spirit. And and that leads us to our, our last point today, and that is that as we do listen, as we put our faith in what Jesus has said. We, we trust that what He says is true. We believe in God, God who is revealed in Jesus to us. He says that we pass already, right now, we pass from death into life. This is not just when we die. This is right now that we, we in, in some very real sense, are dead before we are made alive in Jesus Christ. How is that so? Well, we could say that it is, it is to be spiritually dead. It is to be dead in trespass, in our sin, to be held captive, to be weighed down, to be held in shame, to constantly feel a need to justify ourselves, to constantly need to be affirmed, to constantly need to feel like people are perceiving us well, to to lift us up out of that shame and it never seems to work. It never gets us to where we want to be. Dead in, in terms of, of a spiritual sense that, that we, we can't perceive the things of God. We long for the things of God. We long for eternity. We long for, for the, the things that, that are of heaven. We, we long for it, but yet we can't perceive it. We can't perceive the Lord. This is to be brought to life. It is a release from sin and shame. It, it is to know that we are approved of, that we, we are robed in the righteousness of Christ, that the Lord looks at us as though we've never sinned. He calls us son. He calls us daughter. This, this is to be released from that, this coming from death into life. And then, and then also, and also, we are given the spiritual perception. Our, our hearts are made alive. We we begin to have uh, another sense that is faith. We, we can perceive the things of the Spirit because we're spiritual people. The Spirit of the living God dwells in us. And so we can perceive how the Spirit is moving as we're reading the Scriptures, how the Lord is leading us, tugging on our hearts, nudging us to, to do His work. And so we truly do pass from death into life, the life that Jesus calls to the full, abundant life. It is life with God and knowing Him and having intimacy with God, even in this life, to say nothing now of the life that we have eternally with Him because we have already passed from death into life. Thanks be to God, because of the Lord Jesus Christ and His grace, we are alive and alive forever. Amen. Amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.